Good evening, everyone. This is Wednesday, June 22nd, 2016, and welcome to episode number seven of WCW Radio Network's uh, Entertainment Outlook Show, WCWS Outside the Ropes. Of course, I am Mr. WCWS Chad Hinchow back on the line here with you. Just, uh, just uh, of course, uh, coming in here right under the wire, I should say. <laughs> Unbelievable. Is, of course, uh, the Iceman himself, J.D. Jerry Drama, of course, uh, part of Raw Radio and all of our other shows here in the radio network. Of course, also 2015 WWS Hall of Famer. Uh, J.D., of course, welcome to number seven of Outside the Ropes. Good to be here. It's Wednesday night. We're ready to roll. Absolutely. And, of course, we, have to do, we do have quite a bit to talk about here in terms of uh, entertainment uh, news and, of course, uh, sport, uh, sports, music, uh, movies, that sort of thing. Uh, we'll definitely try and then get right get right on into it momentarily. But but before we do that, if you care to chime in on anything that JD and I do have to talk about here tonight in the world of entertainment, please feel free to give us a call here right here outside of the ropes here tonight. Of course, phone number is one seven two four 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 seven four four four. Of course, the universal number for all the shows here in the WWS Radio Network. Uh, call ID for outside the ropes is one four one three eight seven pound. And press that one if you want to chime in on anything that myself or JD does have to say to talk about here this evening. And we'll dive right on in here to uh, <clears throat> our stories here, which, of course, we do have to start on a very uh, very somber note. Uh, um, of course, uh, I'm sure that uh, JD, uh, of course, uh, uh, me and JD uh, did uh, talk about this a little bit in detail. Uh, on the, the our prediction show for Money in the Bank 2016 on Sunday, but it was just breaking in. Uh, of course, everyone knows uh, Anton Yelkin, best known for playing Chekhov in the reboot of the 2009 reboot, as well as, of course, the sequel into Darkness. Of course, I'm referring to Star Trek. And, of course, the upcoming uh, uh, third release of that reboot, Star Trek Beyond, coming out next month. Uh, sadly passed away here at the age of 27 on uh, uh, early Sunday when he was pinned by his, uh, apparently he was, he was, he was out driving. He was pinned by his car. Uh, 
And, of course, uh, they're now saying that his car was subject to a safety recall for a design flaw caused vehicles to roll away. So uh, this was, of course, kind of a, uh, kind of a, a sad, uh, uh, of course, uh, of course uh, the movie Star Trek Beyond, not, of course, almost a month away, um, less than a month away before being released, of course, so this will be one of his final films, of course, y'all. I uh, do have, uh, obviously, uh, a lot of folks uh, uh, chiming in here as well. Of course, um, Zachary Quinto, of course, best known for playing Spock in the re- in the revamped re- Star Trek movies. He has come, come to say, uh, our dear friend, our comrade, our Anton woman, most open and intellectually curious people I've ever had the pleasure to know. So enormously talented and generous of heart, wise beyond his years, and gone before his time. All love is straight to his family at this impossible time of grief. Um, let me see here. Uh, of course, the, the original, the original Chekhov, Walter Koenig, also uh, issued a issued a statement uh, on, on StarTrek.com uh, about the passing of uh, of his uh, predecessor, Anton Yokin. Um, and he says that we spoke on a soundstage for about two hours. He told the Hollywood Reporter his reputation as an artist preceded him. However, I knew I was in the presence of a gifted performer. Coney added that while he and Yogan did not become close friends, Yogan made a real impression on him. He said, what I learned that day uh, was how bright and sensitive he was. I walked away thinking this is a good person, but Coney said, my heart goes out to his mother and father. I know what you're going through. Of course, obviously, while back, as we all remember, uh, uh, Walter Coney lost his son who was well-known for uh, playing, I believe, Boner on uh, Growing Pains back in the 80s. We do remember do remember him as uh, as well. Uh, <clears throat> uh, but, uh, J.D., what's your overall take here? Any comments at all about uh, the untimely death of uh, actor Anton Yokin? It was just a freak accident that happened, Howard, and he left us way too soon, Howard. I said it earlier this week, I mean... 27 years old, I mean, so young, how I mean, it's just a shame our hearts go out to his friends and family, certainly without question, and it just, it breaks your heart to say the least that something like this happening, Howard, but uh, I understand, I think the funeral was either today or it's going to be in the next few days, Howard, but our thoughts and prayers are with his friends and family, just with one month to go until, uh, like I said, however, this whole thing, however, it's just unfortunate that it had to come to this, you know. Absolutely, indeed, and of course, like I said, his his family, of course, still continuing to grieve. And of course, I'm sure now that <clears throat> now that this has happened, I'm sure now that Jeep is going to be doing some major recalls on on the on the vehicle, of course, in question the Jeep Cherokee. Um, definitely see uh, to see what's what's going on, what happened here, and and hopefully they'll be able to avoid any more accidents like what happened to Young and Anton Young. But again, ladies and gentlemen, uh, of course, if you have not heard by now, like I said, early Sunday, actor Anton Yokin, best known for playing Chekhov in the rebooted Star Trek movies here, of course, in 09 and 13, and the upcoming Star Trek Beyond coming out next month, passed away early Sunday <clears throat> when his car, when he was pinned by his car, who come and find out later on, the car was due for some was due to be recalled, but it was not prior to this accident. So, uh, so now I think it's going to end up happening. So, it's um, about time to. So, and we'll dive on right into talking about movies. We're going to dive right on into the courtesy of 
of course, friends of, of the Iceman here, J.D. of WorldLetMillion.com. Uh, we'll dive right into, like I said, uh, the, the uh, box office news here again. Um, uh, Finding Dory grosses $54 million for opening day. Uh, it was a good opening Friday for Finding Dory, box office mojo. <clears throat> that the highly anticipated sequel to Pixar's Finding Nemo had an opening day of $54 million. That tops the previous record for an opening day for an animated movie with Shrek the Third at $47 million. And it the made opening, $140 million for the weekend, supposedly, too. Impre- very impressive, indeed. The opening day number includes about $9.2 million from Thursday night previews for the film. After its huge opening day, the sequel is likely going to finish between $130 million and $145 million for its first frame. That would give it a higher opening weekend than the $110 million for Toy Story 3 in 2010. This also shatters the opening weekend for Finding Nemo in 2003 for $70 million. The original finished with $380 million domestic and $936 million worldwide. This is very good news. This is very good news for Disney and Pixar. As a lot of singles this summer have been suffering from box office fatigue and the dreaded sequelitis, as they call it. The film currently sits on Rotten Tomatoes with a score of 95%. Uh, Chad, second- before you continue, I do have an update on Anton Yeltsin now. Apparently, this is what I heard just now. According to the L.A. Coroner telling E.T., the 27-year-old actress cause of death has been confirmed as traumatic asphyxia, a condition rising from intense compression on the chest, and he died less than a minute after the car accident. It is believed, however, like we said, the Grand Cherokee left the engine was running before the vehicle rolled out and pinned him to a brick pillar and security fence. So that is what caused them. Okay. Thank you for that update there, J.D. Thank you very much. Of course, I say our thoughts and prayers continue. We'll be with this young man as well. And <clears throat> a very sad way to go. Yes. Again, very sad way to go, indeed. Thank you very much, J.D., for that update. Coming in second on Friday was Central Intelligence star in The Rock and Kevin Hart. The film opened with $13 million on Friday. It should finish with about 33 to $35 million for its first weekend. Yes, that's what it did, about $35 million. Yeah. The, third, the film currently has a strong A-minus grade from audiences on cinema score. The film did fairly decent with critics getting a certified fresh rating on Rotten Tomatoes with 67%. Uh, uh, J.D., your thoughts here on, of course, on uh, Binding Dory and Central Intelligence to make, a, make an impact uh, this past weekend. Well, you think about doing Dory, I mean, everyone's out of school and everyone's, like, going on vacation and everything like that. However, mind you, I mean, it's a big hit for Pixar. I mean, they did raise some eyebrows with some controversy with this move, but for the voices, I mean, you got some big voices in there, obviously Ellen DeGeneres, Ty Burrell, better known as uh, Phil Dumphy from uh, Martin Family. Of course, I believe Albert Brooks is back. Also, Ed O'Neill from Married with Children, I believe, is one of the voices, too. But, uh, yeah, it did very well for the first week. However, I'm sure it's going to continue to be the top movie this weekend. Obviously, of course, Independence Day 2 is coming out this weekend. It's going to be interesting to see how many people are looking forward to seeing this after the original one came out. And as far as The Rock goes, uh, yeah, he continues to bank a lot of coin at the box office, obviously, when he's not uh, in the ring. However, I mean, this uh, very funny uh, action comedy with Kevin Hart, I heard a lot of people say it was one of the funnier comedies that The Rock's done, however, since uh, his last comedy. Of course, he's done a few comedies in the past, including The Game Plan with Disney, Be Cool, the sequel to Get Shorty. Uh, the rundown, of course, but uh, the Rock, of course, is once again in, in the spotlight. However, and of course, with a funny guy like Hart, you can only imagine. <clears throat> Sorry, excuse me. 
uh, these two are definitely going to have a lot of hijinks up their sleeve, however, I'm sure, in more ways than one. Of course, Kevin Hart coming off that big success somewhat earlier in the year with Ice Cube from Ride Along 2. Oh, absolutely. So, Kevin goes <clears throat> and a couple of good movies to go see this weekend as well. Of course, some of the others that we talked about last week still out there as well. So, definitely go take a, get, go, go take a gander at some of these movies and um, won't be disappointed as well. <clears throat> other entertainment news out there, ladies and gentlemen. i got to throw it out there. Um, HBO cancels the series Vinyl after only one season. This is also according to uh, J.D.'s friends, of course, uh, from uh, Full Love Mania. Uh, Deadline reports that HBO has canceled their 1970s rock drama Vinyl after only one season. They previously renewed the show for a second season with new showrunner Scott Z. Scott, Scott Z. Burns, replacing co-creator, uh, executive producer, and showrunner Terrence Winter, but has decided not to move forward. The series was executive produced by Martin Scorsese and Mick Jagger. In a statement, HBO said, after careful consideration, we decided not to proceed with the second season of Vinyl. Obviously, this was not an easy decision. We have enormous respect for the creative team and cast for their hard work and passion on this project. A change of heart is not related to the work of the new creative team, which includes Burns and executive producer Matt, Max Bornstein. Caused no reason. Two scripts were finished. The show, however, has a big, big budget with a star cast that hasn't performed like HBO wanted. Soon to be former head of program Michael Lombardo said last month, the final didn't launch in the way we were hoping it would. It's disappointing, but it happens. HBO recently hired a new head of programming, Casey Bloys, who will use the recently free resources to add his own input to HBO's drama lineup. Vinyl was in development for 20 years and was originally planned as a feature film. It was set up at HBO in 2010. However, the range only ranged between 760,000, only ranged between 760,000 and 570,000. It starred Bobby Cannavale, uh, Olivia Wilde, Ray Romano, Otto Essendoa, Max Casella, P.J. Byrne, J.C. McKenzie, Bridget Hoyt Sorensen, Juno Temple, Jack Quaid, James Jagger, and Paul and Paul Ben Victor. So apparently, uh, HBO a show of HBO gets axed. Uh, yeah, here your movies will be real quick. The top five, as I said, one thirty six was uh, Finding Dory. Uh, we definitely said uh, I guess Intentional Intelligence took in thirty four and a half million. The Conjuring uh, went to fifteen and a half million. Now you see me. Uh, took a drop of 35% over the week at $9.5 million. And Warcraft, however, uh, fell 73% in its second weekend, going into $6.5 million this weekend. Obviously, Independence Day Resurgence is coming out, along with Free State of Jones this Friday with Matthew McConaughey, which looks very good. Uh, Blake Lively starting in the new thriller, The Shallows. And uh, another interesting movie called The Neon Demon, but it seems like uh, Free State of Jones and Independence Day are the top movies this week, along with... Uh, Independence Day for this weekend coming up. Uh, oh, absolutely. Thank you very much there, uh, J.D., for uh, bringing it to our attention. Uh, also, I know that normally we don't mention anything wrestling here on uh, on uh, Outside the Ropes, but we got we got to mention a little, just a tiny bit here, because it is having to do with one, a wrestler, another wrestler taking part in a movie, and I'm not sure if, uh, if we have talked about this on any of our other shows in the radio network or not, but I'll go and throw it out here anyway. According to WrestlingInc.com, Seth Rollins has a role in the sci-fi movie Sharknado, The Fourth Awakens. Rollins will play the the role of Astrotech Lopez. Oh, How appropriate. I yeah. think his real name, Lopez? Okay. Yeah, like, Char- yeah I think it's uh, something Lopez. Uh, Colby. Colby. Colby Lopez. That's it. Yes, Colby. Yes, yes. Okay. Sharknado, The Fourth Awakens, debuts on July 31st on sci-fi and stars 
Ian Ziri, Tara Reed, David Hasselhoff, Ryan Newman, Gary Busey, who plays uh, April's dad, uh, Cheryl Teagues as Finn's mom, Tommy Davidson, Imani Hakeem, Cody Lindley, and Marcella Lucia, along with a lot of cameos. Uh, Sharknado, the fourth awakens, will pick up five years after the events of the third, with Ian Ziering's Finn enjoying a Sharknado free existence until the natural disasters began cropping up in unexpected inex- places. And there's a video, of course, along with the story here, but I'm sure that everyone can, can pull that up as well off of com if anyone wants to take a look at that. But uh, Seth Rollins, of course, uh, making a making making a run for um, for the for the movies there as well. So uh, that, absolutely. Uh, also here, ladies and gentlemen, another another movie uh, story here. Once again, Four Eleven Mania. Uh, JD, of course, yeah, I got to give kudos to them. Very very. Uh, Slip moves here, I gotta say. Uh, character descriptions have been revealed for the movie Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Uh, we've been we've, we've talked about this a couple of times here, and let me uh, as soon as I can, uh, my computer will. Um, okay, we can we can move it now. Okay, Entertainment Weekly has revealed descriptions on for each of the major characters in Rogue One, a Star Wars story, and of course they have pictures of it. You can see it when you put the story. Uh, um, of course. Uh, it's got uh yeah different descriptions here of each of the of each of the characters here uh oh I see what they did they have like different pictures of each of the very interesting here to say at least here ladies and gentlemen uh, of course uh of course uh we we've talked about before that this movie was uh, it wasn't scheduled to come out until December yet for some odd reason it was not already getting a lot of love here uh because there was, I don't know, something wrong with the story or something. I'm not sure what, what we reported about that before, but I know that they were talking about there was already something wrong with it and all that. And I, I did see a trailer for it already uh, when I went and saw Captain America Civil War back on Memorial Day. Um, so it was, uh, <clears throat> this, is pretty, this is pretty interesting. Like I said, you can catch that story. Like I said, we'll get posted on the uh, Entertainment Cavalcade page, and if anyone wants to take a take gander that as well. Um, that's pretty much what we, what we got here in the world of, uh, you know, in, uh, on the, of course, of our friends at Four Leather Mania. We do, do thank them, of course, for, of course, uh, bringing us, uh, bringing us a lot of stories here, here and there, here. Uh, <clears throat> I do also, um, well, I do have to thank them for one more thing that I did find here. Very interesting. Um, of course, uh, a, a thing they do called From Under a Rock. I like their columns they do here called called this. I gotta give them kudos again. Uh they're talking about the the movie uh Jaws. Um from uh let me see. Let me see how uh, let me see what from nineteen seventy five, yes indeed of course directed by Steven Spielberg, based on the book written by Peter Benchley, of course starring Roy Scheider, Richard Drivers and Robert Shaw. Um uh, everyone remembers the story about this, of course about a killer shark. Um four eleven gave it a ten of just uh, a point one over the community grade of nine point nine, which was not too bad. Um, let me see here. Uh, some of their and this is some of the ratings that some of their people gave it. Uh, one of them gave Jaws an A plus, but two people gave it an A plus. And they're also talking about possibly. Uh, they're also talking about it as well. 
that, that next time they'll be talking about the movie Unforgiven. So be watching out for that story as well. Uh, J.D., what was your take on the movie Jaws from 1975? It's still a classic to this very day. It seems like every year on the 4th of July on AMC or any movie channel, they play 24 hours, not the butt Jaws. I mean, the first two were good. Obviously, the third one could have been a lot better. I remember seeing as a youngster, Dennis Quaid, Bess Armstrong, Louis Armstrong, or Lou Gossett Jr., excuse me, not Louis Armstrong. <clears throat> and then the fourth one... It was okay. I think it was too dry, too little, too late. But the first two were still good. I mean, considering they were three years apart from each other. I mean, you had a good cast. Obviously, Roy Scheider, of course. Richard Dreyfuss was in the first one, along with Robert Shaw as Quint. We all remember him as the crazy, uh, I forget the line, how he said it. it My brother-in-law repeats that line every now and again. But uh, it is still one of the most uh, scary movies of the 70s, however. I mean, there was a lot of big movies that came out during the decade of the 70s, and Jaws was definitely one of the bigger hits in that decade. Certainly, absolutely, and uh, was it was it spawned several sequels. A lot of the sequels were good. A lot of them, a lot of people didn't really probably care for it pretty much. But still, I mean, it was a good franchise, to say the least. Uh, they, I don't think they really wore it out that often. Uh, uh, but nonetheless, I thought it was a great movie. I thought it was um, not bad. I mean, I didn't see them all myself personally, but I thought the, I mean, the franchise was not too shabby for, for. For, for you know, it was big for for for, for that time. So, so, so definitely, like I said, if you don't have never, never had an opportunity, you know, rent a DVD or a Blu-ray copy. I'm sure it's on Blu-ray right by now. Of uh, of Jaws, definitely get a copy of that. Take a look at that. It was uh, truly ahead of its time back then. One seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. Call ID one four one three eight seven pound. <clears throat> You're listening, of course, to WWS outside the ropes. Of course, the Radio Network's Entertainment Outlook Show. I am, of course, Mr. WWS, Chad Hinshaw, back on the line here with you. Of course, joining me is the Iceman J.D., Jared DiGirolamo, for the 2015 Hall of Famer, of course, the host of Raw Radio and all of our other shows, all of our other shows here in the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoot.com. Uh, let's take a look at some other news that's uh, chiming up here, uh, trending on Facebook here, J.D. Uh, first off, i uh, got one here. Um, uh, actress uh, Jamie Chung was scheduled to play Valerie Vale, in Fox's series Gotham, in uh, the shows, she's set to play his character in the show's third season. Uh, Fox said in a release, Vale is a reporter and the anti reporter Vicky Vale, who appears in other imagings of the Batman franchise. Of course, I do remember Vicky Vale and one other one, which was, of course was in the '89 uh, Batman movie that I think Kim Basinger played that character, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but I thought it was a, but I thought that was a good character, nonetheless. So, so you have a good. Uh, so you have an update there on the third season of Gotham. You have a new character appearing in that. So not bad. Uh, next one here. Uh, of course, we all remember Simon Cow. Of course, sort of started out in American Idol. Of course, you're up a fatic and all that stuff. Remember, how he always was mm-hmm. put some. But I was going to put someone down and all. Well. Uh, uh, but apparently, uh, of course, he's now a judge on America's Got Talent, and apparently he uh, he did something I I personally never thought he would ever do. He he uh, they apparently have a golden buzzer on the show apparently, and he presses the golden buzzer for a 60 year old cancer survivor. He pressed the buzzer during Tuesday night's episode for 16 year old Kalista Bavera, I believe I pronounce it, who's a survivor of stage three over ovarian cancer. The very same Rachel Platten's fight song on the show. Uh, very, very, 
Um, I do have to. I will hand it to Simon Cow here in this uh, in this case. He's a um, definitely a man's man. This so so way to go there, Simon. Uh, and let me see here. Uh, uh, Sony has announced that uh, they're they're going to be releasing a ghost another Ghostbusters animated TV series uh, based on the franchise. That's going to be called Ghostbusters Ecto Force. Will take place in the year 2050. Hmm. It's set to debut in 2018. The project is spearheaded by Ivan Reitman, of course, who directed the original '84 Ghostbusters movie. But I'm glad that I'm glad to hear that someone involved with the older movies involved with that. That's good. I'm glad to hear that. Um, of course, everyone remembers Leah Michelle, of course, from uh, her work with the show Glee. Uh, apparently, uh, there's news out there that uh, that that. Um, she posted a photo of her of, of herself topless standing on the beach. Okay, um, <clears throat> Michelle Lee Michelle shared a photo of herself at, a, at an unidentified beach with the caption "Blue Lagoon." She initially posted the picture on Instagram Tuesday and later shared it on Facebook. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if this if this photo was probably already taken down by now, but it probably got a whole ton of hits somewhere. So. Uh, and JD, don't you go looking for it either? Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk. Leah yeah. Michelle is beautiful. We cannot say anything bad about her. She's very, very beautiful. She is indeed. Of course, we did talk about, of course, uh, actor Anton Yelkin. Uh, of course, uh, 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 Penn, of course, JD did give us an update about how that happened. Uh, JD, if you want to go ahead and give everyone the update on on what was the overall cause. Uh, what of Anton Yelkin? Yes. Uh, there was apparently decompression in the chest area, however, and that's when the car apparently crushed him, killing him instantly. Okay. Thank you very much for that. Uh, uh, let me see here. A, uh, uh, apparently there's uh, Overwatch here. A 17-year-old female pro player cleared of cheating accusation following a live demonstration. The player known as Giguri was accused of cheating by two male professional players during the Nexus Cup qualifiers. Blizzard Korea confirmed that she was not using cheats or hacks, Koaku reported. So apparently this is what, a video game thing? Apparently. Yeah, sounds like it. So it sounds like it, yeah. Okay. Uh, speaking, of, speaking of video games here, uh, Dead or, a trailer released for the video game Dead or Alive 5 last round, released for the fun game and features character... Characters in uh, a fairy tale crossover. Uh, the trailer offers a sneak peek at the fine game's fairy tale collaboration between characters like Huvia, Gray, and Mira Jane. A mashup costumes are now available on multiple platforms. Uh, there's a uh, um, definitely check that out as well. Of course, it's, it looks like it's sort of like anime sort of thing. So if you've ever seen that before, that's pretty much what that is. Um, of course, a sequel to the Tom Cruise movie Jack Reacher. Jack Reacher never go back. First trailer released. Uh, Paramount shared a trailer for the second Jack Reacher movie Wednesday. The Edward Sweet directed feature based on Lee Child's series of novels is set for release on October 21st. Um, your overall thoughts, man? How, how do you feel about the about the, the first Jack Reacher Tom Cruise? How did you think that movie fared? It was good, actually. It was shot in Pittsburgh. I mean, it was a lot of action. I don't know what they're going to do, obviously, this time. But uh, if it's as good as the first one, I mean, Tom Cruise, I mean, we know he's been in some very good action movies over the course of the last few years. I mean, Nine Day with uh, 
Cameron Diaz, of course, Jack Reacher. We know, of course, the Mission Impossible trilogy as Ethan Hunt. He's been very uh, good in that. Of course, he's also been in some other uh, serious movies. However, when he isn't doing action, like Jerry Maguire, of course, Risky Biz is one of his earlier films. Uh, he's done Cocktail, of course, but uh, it seems like action more and more seems to be his forte. Certainly, absolutely. And, of course, like I said, the sequel to Jack Reacher is set to be released on October 21st, so everybody keep a watch out for that. If, uh, and, of course, the cool thing about it was the car. I love the car, man, too, which is awesome. Uh, another, another sports-related sort. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Got shut there. According, according to uh, Bleacher Report here, Odell Beckham Jr., wide receiver for the New York Giants, hits multiple home runs at a charity softball event. Hmm. Beckham used an unorthodox unorthodox batting stance similar to Adam Sandler's golf swing in Happy Gilmore at a celebrity softball game at Dutchess Stadium in Fishkill, New York. It was hosted by Giants punter Brad Wing. Hmm. Multiple home runs. Hmm. So, uh, very interesting here, to say the least. Uh, of course, that we've seen... Uh, Football players, you know, that uh, try their hands at other sports. But I mean, this was, even though it was just a short run, short, uh, short term thing, uh, pretty interesting here. Uh, <clears throat> uh, and I'll add one more quick thing, then I'll, I'll bring in some more tr- trending news here momentarily. Uh, uh, another one of Tyler Perry's uh, dramas, the, have, the Haves and Have Nots, airs a mid season premiere called My Friend Maggie. Season four, which is set to have 23 episodes, returned Tuesday from its March hiatus, which it left fans wondering who shot Maggie Day. The primetime soap opera airs on the Oprah Winfrey Network. So uh, a lot of Tyler Perry stuff, of course, pretty popular. Of course, Medea being one of his most popular characters, of course, played by Tyler Perry himself. So uh, pretty interesting to say the least. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'll be bringing some more trending news here off of uh, Facebook here momentarily, but, uh, <clears throat> but I do have to step away for just a couple minutes. In the meantime, uh, JD, if you could like to give me give the plug for the show, and if you have anything to add, please do so. I will be right back momentarily. Okay, and the number is one seven two four 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 seventy forty four. Call ID number one four one three eight seven. This is outside the ropes for episode number seven, along with Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw and the Iceman, the host of Raw Radio, Jared Gervalma. Of course, don't forget tonight at eight o'clock you can listen to me, Miss Madness herself, Michelle Lindon's The Black Widow, and of course Gerard T. Smith, the phenomenal one, King Interview, if you will, as we will have the wrestling debate, and that'll be the call ID number for that is one three nine nine two five. Of course, we also want to say sorry about last night's show. We were a little bit late getting started last night, but you can go back and listen to our archive show on uh, Facebook.com, however, or on TalkShoe.com, 139926 for Wrestling Revisited. Last night we talked about outside on uh, Wrestling Revisited. We talked about Halloween Havoc 1996. Of course, we do that every Tuesday night to R.T. Smith, myself, Big Diesel, Gray Hammer, the lowdown man himself, Kendrick Smith, and myself, talk to you and tell you about what time and place events, however, held and give you our spin and take of wrestling from yesteryear and even today. Uh, some other sports news to report uh, today. Uh, in case you have been under a rock all day, the Chicago Bulls this afternoon traded Derrick Rose after several years with the Bulls to the New York Knicks, along with two other players, in exchange for three players, let's just say. Derrick Rose, of course, uh, a big key component of the Bulls the last few years. However, even though he was injured at times, however, is now getting a fresh start, apparently, from the Windy City into the Big Apple. So we want to wish Derrick Rose the very best of luck in his new start with the New York Knickerbockers as he was traded late this afternoon, according to ESPN. 
in the Chicago Tribune. Uh, some other news to report, Dustin Johnson, in case you did not know, this past Sunday at Oakmont, however, at the U.S. Open, did win the U.S. Open after coming up short last year at Chambers Bay, holding off Jim Furyk along with Shane Lowry, winning by three shots. Uh, congratulations to him. It's definitely in order. Of course, uh, Dustin closed out with 69 after a 71 uh, late Saturday hour into early Sunday morning at Oakmont. Uh, it was quite a challenge there at Oakmont, i got to say. I was there on Friday at the U.S. Open. It's one of the nicest courses you want to play on, but it's also one of the toughest courses to play on. Of course, they have two nasty par fives on the fourth hole, one of 615 yards, the other one on the back nine measuring about 650, 670 yards, depending on where you're playing and if you're playing. But also we want to send a congratulations to Oakmont head professional Bob Ford. After 38 years of being the head pro there, uh, Sunday was his last day there, I understand. And uh, for Bob Ford, has seen a lot of U.S. Opens in his time, 1973, 1983, uh, 1994, 2007, and now this. Uh, Mr. Ford, from all of us here at TalkShoe, and uh, for many people that are listening in, how are we sending congratulations your way? Uh, best of luck in your retirement. It certainly will be missed as a key, key member over the years at Oakmont after 38 years. But, uh, yeah, the U.S. Open was a tough course this year, no question about it. Next year they will be playing at Aaron Hills, an Irish links course from what I heard up there in Wisconsin, not far away. From Whistling Straits, just outside of Milwaukee, of course, uh, several years ago, the PGA announced that Aaron Hills would begin the 2017 Open. Of course, in 2018, they will be going back to New York and playing at Shinnecock Hills before going to Pebble Beach in 2019, and then in 2020 at Torrey Pines Golf Course, just outside of San Diego, California, which is also the home of the golf, golf tournament there in late January, the Farmer's Classic, if you will. Some other... News real quick as uh, Chad has returned to the airwaves. We want to congratulate the Cleveland Cavaliers on Sunday night for running the city's first NBA title and LeBron James' his third NBA trophy, however, if you will, as the city of Cleveland's waited 52 years to celebrate a championship. Well, Sunday night they did so as Dr. Love, Kevin Love, Kyrie Irving, and yes, LBJ himself, LeBron James, held off Draymond Green, Clay Thompson, and Steph Curry and the Golden State Warriors who were up 3-1 at one point and brought home the NBA championship beating the Warriors 93-89. Today they had the parade from what I saw on TV. It wasn't nearly as crazy as it was the parade last week between the Pittsburgh Penguins when they won the Stanley Cup, although they had 4,000 people there, but it was pretty darn close to being the whole city of Cleveland was shut down there. So congrats to Cleveland LeBron James on a well-done job this season for the Warriors who came off a little short. Uh, great season from Stephen Kerr and company, but with the record of 73-9 and trying to eclipse the Bulls record from 1996, Harry just came up. Four points short of uh, basically history, if you will. But I'll tell you what, Howard, I think you guys have no one to blame but yourself. I'm not sounding mean by saying this, but I mean, when you were up 3-1 to one after what happened the last three games, especially in Game 6 last Friday, when Curry took out his mouthpiece and threw it on the court in Cleveland, I think that just really was a sign of frustration. It was a sign of anger. And I think that was just absolutely a classless thing to do. I think, Curry, you were wrong in this case. And I think even though you played a pretty decent ball game along with Thompson and Green the other night, however, at home in the Oracle House Center there in Oakland, California, I just think you just showed really poor sportsmanship behavior, and that was just uncalled for. And speaking of the Warriors, I understand they are in talks right now with two big names right now. One of them is Dirk Nowinski of the Dallas Mavericks, from what I heard early yesterday. And this morning I heard, actually when I was out and about, another big name that's being talked about, even though free agency is a couple weeks away, obviously, is Kevin Durant. So the question is, will Kevin Durant finally leave Oklahoma City after coming up short this year in the NBA title? 
or will he sign for big bucks and stay in OK City? Well, we're going to have to keep you informed on that. And right. go ahead, Chad. Chad's oh, final absolutely. turn to the airways. Oh, okay. And, yes, sir. Okay. And one final note, real quick. Uh, tonight, the NHL uh, postseason awards ceremony is being held out there in very hot, sticky, humid Las Vegas, Nevada. Well, you do know that Jim Rutherford of the Penguins, formerly the Carolina Hurricanes, however, and I believe Sidney Crosby are up for awards on that. So we want to wish them the best of luck and all the participants the best of luck in tonight's ceremony. Uh, it should be a very action-packed night. Of course, this weekend is the NHL draft upcoming, and the Toronto Maple Leafs, we understand, are going to be the top team on the board. And one of the teams that is being, well, obviously Toronto is looking at is a teenager by the name of Austin I can't remember his last name. He's supposed to be a real good hockey player, but we'll mention him next week, and we'll also let you know if there are any trades going down. There are some rumors about going down, some big deals going down, including Pittsburgh Penguin goaltender Marc-Andre Fleury, who was a year away from ending his contract. But speaking of Las Vegas, earlier this week, we understand the NHL approved a Las Vegas franchise for the NHL, and also now there's talk about a baseball team a Major League Baseball team going to Las Vegas and maybe starting up on there. So it looks like the city of Las Vegas is more and more in the spotlight this week than ever before. So if anything happens with the name and when that will start, however, as far as both sports, if both sports get off and running, however, we will let you know here on Outside the Ropes. Excellent job, J.D. Thank you very much for getting everyone involved with the sports sports angle here. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, Thank you for covering here indeed. I had to step away for a couple minutes, but um, back back on now. And more news trending on Facebook here. I will bring it to everyone's attention. <clears throat> uh, the CBS uh, drama Person of Interest, it airs the, CB- the series finale. <clears throat> uh, it aired uh, the show's fifth and final season titled Return O. aired Tuesday night and featured a showdown between Team Machine and the artificial intelligence known as Samaritan. Uh, so this show is coming to the end, of, apparently. Uh, of course, Jim Caviezel, of course, best known for his role in the Passion of Christ, uh, and then was involved in this show as well. Uh, great show, from what I've heard. Uh, <clears throat> a couple other uh, stories here. Another sports story here. JD, you might have heard about this. Uh, Jeff Teague, uh, the Atlanta Hawks, has been this point guard to the Indiana Pacers in a three-team trade, according to reports. Indiana will send a veteran point guard. We'll send veteran point guard George Hill to the Utah Jazz. And Atlanta will acquire Utah's first-round draft pick, number 12 overall, in the trade. Adrian uh, Wojnowski of the of the vertical re- re- reported this. So, hmm. so there you go. So between the uh, the, Hawk, the Hawks and the, the Pacers and the Jazz, there you go. Not hmm. bad. Uh, another, of course, another video game news. Uh, more and more kids get added on to the Legend of Zelda franchises. Starting to be very, very popular. Almost as popular as Super Mario Brothers here in recent memory. Uh, the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Uh, of course, um, <clears throat> Gang's producer explained his choice not to use voice acting for the character known as, of course, the main character, Link. Uh, um, if Link, and this is, of course, from the Gang's producer, if Link says something the user doesn't agree with, that relationship between the user and Link would be lost. Breath of the Wild is the first Zelda game with voice acting. Hmm. And very impressive. Was there, who remembers the Legend of, the original Legend of Zelda in the gold Nintendo cartridge? I do. I had yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, <clears throat> another story, um, uh, the show Time After Time, 
Nicole Ari Parker is to replace Regina Taylor following the show's pilot. Parker will co-star with Freddie Stroma, Josh Bowman, and Genesis Rodriguez in the new ABC time travel drama. Deadline reported the character is being reconceived. Okay. And there's another uh, show I heard that's being canceled, actually. I believe I heard this uh, briefly yesterday afternoon. I believe Penny Dreadful, after three seasons, is being pulled. I know. Some of, these, some of these shows, it's just it's unbelievable. Huh? Mm. Yeah. My goodness. Another story here. Uh, I know Michael Jackson has you know, passed away a few years ago, but he's probably, somehow he's made it back into the news. This time talking about his infamous Neverland Ranch. Uh, he kept a stockpile of violent pornographic images at home. Huh. I guess he went home, just stayed home and beat it all day long. Oh, okay, yeah. And he was bad. No, so anyway, <laughs> <laughs> he was a smooth criminal. JD, I, I, I guess it was just human nature. Yeah. Okay, this is this is okay. This is starting to get okay. Uh, okay, okay. One, one, one more, one, one more. Uh, okay. um, uh, and that, and that girl was that, no, that, that, no, that, that doesn't work. Um, um, maybe he had pictures of Dirty Diana. Yeah, maybe, maybe it was a thriller. Okay, we got to stop. This right. Anyway, but not bad, J.D., not bad. Yeah. Santa Barbara County Sheriff's Department documents obtained by radar online describe materials depicting animal torture and nude children that was found during a 2003 search of the ranch. Oof. Ooh. Yikes. Ooh. I, I, well, keep in mind, he was kind of, he was, I think he kind of, was kind of accused of a lot of this stuff back in the day, so. Before, of course, yeah. So I, I hate that. I hate that happened. So uh, anyway, uh, <clears throat> uh, more stories here uh, uh, for the for the game Doom Two. Fan recreates the apartment from the show Seinfeld in the first in first person shooter. The Joe's apartment mod created by Seinfeld fan Doug Keener features sprites of characters Jerry, George, Elaine, Kramer, and Newman. It can be downloaded for free via Google Google Drive. Hmm. So if you have so if you have Doom Two, you can get a mod that looks like the apartment from Seinfeld. So there you go. Hmm. And speaking of Seinfeld, I got another story having to do with him. Uh, apparently, a new web series set to air tomorrow. A new episode set to air tomorrow called "Canadians in Cars Getting Coffee." I did see the trailer for this. This does look pretty funny. I think they did one with Seinfeld at one time. And on the second episode of the eighth season, host Jerry Seinfeld and comedian Margaret Cho drive and dine together. Cho also performs a stand-up comedy set at New Jersey's The Stress Factory. Okay. Okay, so apparently, okay, so Seinfeld's doing this. Okay. Hmm. Uh, uh, Shaquille O'Neal back in the news. Video shows retired NBA player making a funny face as fan tries to sneak recording. Dominic Nati posted the video onto his Twitter account on Tuesday, writing, just met, just met at Shaq. It said, no cell phone photography. I thought he didn't see me recorded until I watched this video. So, so uh, the video is currently of NBA buzz. So apparently he saw the video. He saw something. And apparently he's got the, apparently he saw it. So, hmm. 
Uh, let me see what else we got here. Uh, I don't know if you heard of a band, J.D., called Infant Annihilator. I've never heard of them. Uh, the song in their second single on the upcoming album, the Elysian Grandable Galeric, as the best I can pronounce it, except for worldwide release July 29th via Indie Merc. This band released its debut album in 2012. The Deathcore Metal Band. It releases a music video that's called Motherless Miscarriage. Okay. Hmm. Never heard. But, of course, I've never named that stuff, but that is what I think it is. Uh, in, Ch- in Changzi, China, video show- shows corporate trainers spanking bank employees for poor performance. Hmm. That reminds me, what was it, Gun Ho, when they showed stuff like that? When, Some uh, point, they, yes. They, yeah. The video showed a trainer spanking eight employees of a rural bank in northern China as he questions them, questions them about their low ranking. Hmm. Two bank executives have been suspended, that was reported. But they were they been spanked. The man did it, but they did it in front of their of other of other people. Apparently, uh, uh, of course they have been talking about uh, um, uh, an upcoming possible Justice League movie. Warner Brothers unveils Hypnosis and logo for upcoming superhero film. Ben Affleck, Henry Cavill, Gal Gadot, Jason Moma. Ezra Miller and Ray Fisher will appear in the Zack Zach Ryder, Zack <laughs> <laughs> <Zach> Snyder. <laughs> that would be funny if he directed it. Yeah, Zack Snyder directed film is set to open November 17, 2017, and Snyder said it will be a standalone, which means I don't think they're going to do another one. I think it's going to be the only one. Um, <laughs> not bad logo for that too. No. Uh, and, the, and there was one new show that premiered, well, I wouldn't say premiered, but there was another show that came on this week. I don't know if you ever heard about this show, but for you Bravo fans, however, the new show, the return of Odd Mom Out returned Monday night. I don't know if you guys have watched that show or heard of that show. If you have, uh, I'd love to hear what you think. Uh, I've watched it, and I'll tell you, it is funny. I mean, have you seen it yet, Chad? No, I haven't. Uh, it's, I, I it's, do get Bravo on some occasions. But, yes, uh, it is. It's pretty funny. It's about this mom trying to get her kids in the right school, and... Um, if, depending on what cable system you have, however, you might want to catch the first season. It is very funny. I mean, she's sort of like the crazy mom wound up power, trying to get her kids in the perfect kinder, I mean, like school or whatever, like I guess uh, kinder care, kindergarten, whatever, um, like all that sort of thing. How her husband is a hard worker, and then she deals with her in-laws all the time. I mean, it was pretty funny. I watched the one last night. It was where... It's going to be airing this Monday where she has her mom and dad show up for Yom Kippur, and you can only imagine the disaster there. Mm-hmm. So, oh my God! So definitely check that out, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and that's a uh, very great show indeed. JD mentioned right there. I believe you said on Bravo. There. Yes, Monday nights at ten o'clock or any time you can watch it on demand or try to find it on YouTube or whatever site you can find this show. Like I said, it's been on for this is the second year of it now. Okay. Uh, and speaking of shows here, of course, as we all know, Supergirl made the move from CBS to the CW, and they have now have a new cast member. Mm-hmm. So she is no stranger to TV. I'm sure JD, I don't know if you've heard about this or not, but the original Wonder Woman, Linda Carter, is will be will be a, will be a official part of the cast of Supergirl on CW. Uh, uh, she will play the role of the of the President of the United States. Hmm. She goes from Wonder Woman to being the president. Go figure. 
Absolutely. Uh, of course, who's now? She's now sixty-four years old. She doesn't look uh, sixty-four. There's a picture of her. She does not look it. No. Mm-hmm. Played the namesake role of Wonder Woman for three seasons in the 1970s. She'll make her Supergirl debut in episode three of season two on October the 10th. Hmm. They'll be watching out. For and her. I think she's. And I think she's also going to be back in the movie Super Troopers two. Believe it or not, they were talking about filming that, and I know she was the governor in the first one. Of course, the guys from Broken, the Rock Group, Broken Lizard, where she played the governor. I believe she returns in that in the sequel. I believe, and I think they said they're going to start filming it pretty soon, or hopefully within the next year. And I think she also played the uh, uh, the school principal in the Disney movie Sky High about the superheroes. I think so. Yes, I believe right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. So, uh, <clears throat> uh, uh, actress Viola Davis says that she almost pepper sprayed co-star Jerry Leto, of course, because of her movie Suicide Squad. He says she almost had her pepper spray out. He told E News over her first meeting with Leto outside of his Joker character after he sent her a box of bullets. Oh uh, no! Suicide Squad is set to open, uh, set to be released, set to uh, come to theaters on August the fifth. Hmm. So, they've, they've been uh, they've been released, they've been talking about this movie. I just that's all be pretty darn good. They've been talking about it mm-hmm. this time. Yes. Uh, uh, of course, you know ESPN, the magazine, of course, has been releasing issues uh, known as the Body Issue, which athletes will come will be posted on there uh, naked. Uh, and I have a list here, JD, of the of the um, of the of the um, athletes who are going to make it to the body issue this year. Please reveal. Uh, uh, yes, and yes, indeed. Uh, and look, I don't have to play the video. I can see it right here. I don't even have to play it. Uh, Nathan Adrian, Jake Aretta, Antonio Brown, Emma Emma Coburn, Courtney Conlog, Alina Del Don. Yeah. Ryan Dungey, Adeline Gray, Greg, Greg Luganis. you got to be freaking kidding Greg me. Greg Luganis, after all the stuff that's happened to him over the years, and Antonio Brown of Pittsburgh? I, what the hell? I, he's going to get so much static here about that. Oh, now there's more. Now there's more. Hold on. Yeah, Conor McGregor, UFC fighter Conor. I'm not kidding. Jeez. UFC fighter Conor McGregor. So he's following what Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey, damn it. Yeah, that's what I want to know. Put, Ron, yeah. put Rousey back. Put Ronda right back in. She Hell, put Meshach Tate on there. Uh, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Von Miller, Chris Mosier, Mazinga Prescott, Christian Press, April Ross, Alisa Seeley, Clarissa Shields, Dwayne Wade. Oh, jeez, D. Wade. And Vince, and Vince uh, Wilfork. Oh God! Vince Wolfolk's a big boy, six eight, three hundred thirty-five pounds, three fifty. Yikes! Oh Lord, are you telling me? Oh Lord, no. Oh yeah. Are you telling me? Oh no. The former New England Patriot. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. And Texan now. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And and here's and here's uh, and of course I'll read I read the byline right here. Miami Heat guard Dwayne Wade, USC fighter Conor McGregor, and WNBA player Alina Del Don are among the 19 subjects in the magazine's annual issue featuring photos of athletes in the nude. So there you go. Hmm. Uh, Oh, 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 Vince, you warned about warned about that about that last one. Ooh. Mm. Uh, um, okay, uh, ESPN, ESPN, of course, uh, story by ESPN commentator Stephen A. Smith. It shows the commentator incorrectly predicting the NBA Finals winner six years in a row. A video posted to YouTube shows Smith picking the losing team for each of the past six finals from choosing the Heat over the Mavericks in 2011. 
to picking the Warriors to beat the Cavaliers this year. Yeah, and Skip Bayless actually, I think this was this this week is his last week on the network. I mean, they're losing a bunch of their guys now. I mean, Skip Bayless is off doing his thing now. Mike Tirico, of course, no longer doing Monday Night Football. I believe also there's talk they're even thinking about replacing Chris Berman. And I'm like, why would you want to replace a guy like Berman? Berman's a great guy. Berman's around since the, been the, the very beginning. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, another, a couple of more. And like I said, we got, we've got a few more here. I'll read here before we close out the show. Uh, Salman Khan, Khan actor says, film production schedule left him feeling like a raped woman. Hmm. The actor was talking about defensible demands of filming the movie Sultan when, when he said, when I used to walk out of that ring, it used to be actually like a raped woman walking out, according to news outlets. Hmm. Okay, I'd be careful what you say there, but no, it's it, it taken really. Uh, uh, of course, something here in politics here, guys. Uh, Democrat, Democrats stage sit-in on House floor over gun control. About 60 legislators sat down in the middle of the House floor Wednesday to push for firearm safety legislation. We have been quiet for too long, Republican John, Representative John Lewis, Democrat from Georgia, has said. And there's a video. They're sitting on the actual floor. Yeah, I saw it on the news tonight. Oh, my goodness, sitting on the floor. Uh, I'll see a couple more here. Uh, the... Um, Okay, um, the show The Bachelor announces a reality spinoff series called Ben and Lauren Happily Ever After. We'll call it Ben Higgins and Lauren Bushnell from season 20 of the reality show. The documentary series is going to premiere in October. So for you Bachelor fans, that'll be coming up. Uh, more America's Got Talent news. John John uh, Dorinobos, uh, Philadelphia Eagles long snapper, performs magic tricks on America's Got Talent. Hmm. 14-year NFL veteran performed a series of car tricks, which led to Judge Middleby to ask, how did you do that? Dornbos, is that how you pronounce his name? Dornbos? That sounds familiar, yeah. Mm -hmm. There were four late tours that covered before Magic during the offseason. Of course, coming out of the University of North Dakota Athletics, uh, the North Dakota Fighting Hawks, the college athletic department unveils a new logo. Huh. The university revealed its new logo featuring the silhouette of a hawk's head over a green, uh, the letters N-D, of course, remote North Dakota. North Dakota changed its nickname in 2015 after controversy over, uh, controversy over the nickname Fighting Sioux, S-I-O-U-X, of course, of Native Americans, obviously. We've been talking about that for a long time, of course, using yeah, anything to do with Native Americans. Uh, oh, it's coming out of Charlotte, North Carolina right here. Ohio teenager dies after contracting brain-destroying amoeba while swimming. Ooh. Lauren Seitz, 18, of Westerville, Ohio, died Sunday from, and this is going to be, this is going to be a big word to try to pronounce here, and meaning benign osephalitis. Okay, I'm not good with medical terms. She was likely infected on a June 8th visit to the U.S. Whitewater Center in Charlotte, North Carolina. I know where this is. I've, I've seen it before. I know where this is. According to the local newspaper, the Charlotte Observer. Hmm. Uh, yeah, it's a local Whitewater thing. I, I, I haven't been to it. I've heard some people that go to my church have been to it. and uh, it's, This is not a bad place, but I hate that, though. No, Ohio teenager, guys. I hate and only that. 18, too. 
Yes. Only 18, indeed. And that's, that's so sad when they die young. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Derek Rose in the news, New York Knicks acquire a point guard from Chicago Bulls in a five-player trade. Yep, I mentioned that while you stepped out. Yeah, that happened today between Chicago and New York. Okay. The Knicks announced Wednesday they have traded Robin Lopez, Jaron Darren Grant, and Jose Calderon in exchange for Rose, Justin Holiday. And a 2017 second-round NBA draft pick, Rose 27 won the MVP in 2011. Impressive. Very impressive. Uh, something coming out of Mexico, Osaka. I guess how you pronounce it. O a l a x a c a in Mexico. Okay. At least ten people are killed, multiple injured, in clashes between teachers and police. Hmm. Officials say fifty-three civilians and fifty-five police agents were injured Sunday. The teachers were protesting mandatory testing as well as the arrest of union leaders on corruption charges. Hmm. Uh, I don't, I, uh, uh, teachers. Oh my goodness. Uh, uh, NFL player Adrian Peterson back in the news. I remember talking about him a while back. I'm putting in work, but it's so repetitive it gets kind of boring. Peterson, 31, told ESPN he led the NFL in rushing last season and is 6,681 yards short of the all-time NFL rushing record. He said the Vikings running back says boring off-season routine may factor into early retirement. But he may end up retiring at some point. I'm not sure. Uh, uh, let's see. The movie The Birth of a Nation, a new trailer released for Nate Parker's Sundance film. Parker wrote, directed, and stars in the film, which is based on Matt Turner's Slave Rebellion in 1831. It is set for an October 7th release and won the Grand Jury Prize and Audience Award at the festival. Okay. And we got, we'll read a couple more here before we go off here tonight. PlayStation Network, Sony uh, Netflix routine maintenance for service on PS4. That This system has gotten a lot of slack here lately. Account management, PS, PlayStation Video, and the PlayStation Store will be inaccessible until the maintenance has ended. It will be down from 10.30 p.m. Pacific on Wednesday and end at 12.30 a.m. Pacific. So it will be down for at least two hours. So, so if you've got folks that have PS4, you're going to be out of luck for a little while. I hate to say it. Uh, uh, ooh, uh, baseball news. I want to talk about this, J.D., about the Dodgers here. Uh, L.A. Dodgers catcher Yasami Rendell, uh catcher hits three-run home run game against the Nationals. Rendell hit the hit the home run in the eighth inning of Tuesday's game at Dodger Stadium. Listen to the team to a 3-2 victory over the Nationals. The win extended, extended the Dodgers' winning streak to five games. Yeah, they're coming here this weekend to play Pittsburgh. How I, I got something that's really funny. Last night, the Pirates lost 15-4. to They had to use their third-string catcher as a pitcher. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Uh, actor Jake Gyllenhaal and actress Rudy Mara are reportedly seen taking a walk together in New York City. Photos appear to show Gyllenhaal and Mara having a conversation in casual attire while walking through the city streets, causing multiple hours to speculate on a possible relationship. Don't they always do that? Hmm. Always, yeah. Uh, uh, Beyonce, of course, uh, she can't sing. First of all, that's my personal opinion. <laughs> uh, of course, you know, everyone. Um, uh, she releases a standalone video for a song, uh, "Sorry," from visual album called "Lemonade." Uh, the black and white "Sorry" video features professional tennis player Serena Williams dancing next to Beyonce. It is the first standalone video release from Lemonade, which came out in April. Okay. So your Beyonce fans, um, Serena Williams was dancing alongside her. Hmm, I didn't know she could dance. Uh, 
Uh, Rick Tyler, congressional candidate, posts Make America White Again billboard in Tennessee. The sign's message is that the U.S. should go back to a 1960s Ozzie and Harriet, leave it to Beaver time when there, is, there were no break-ins, no violent crime, no mass immigration, Tyler told a, told a local TV station. That, uh, I mean, they're, they're talking about doing simple, simple times, and that's, in these days it's kind of hard to do if you really think about it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, um, and ladies and gentlemen, there are more, um, there are more, um, board spending and all that, but, uh, uh, but, uh, of course, uh, we'll definitely, uh, we'll definitely get a lot of these posted on the Entertainment Cavalcade page for you to read, uh, so that way you'll be able to, uh, check that out as well. Um, <clears throat> on that note here, ladies and gentlemen, we thank you. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, for uh, joining us here, of course, on WWS Outside the Ropes here for uh, uh, and uh, we and I didn't realize, but we had get, we had a guest on here. Did not realize uh, he uh, he had made a few comments, but we had to say, and I'll throw him out there to you, right? Uh, and he says, first off, it's it's Mr. Movie Guy. First of all, he says. He said he can't call in right now, but he's listening. He said he did see Central Intelligence, and it was horrible. What not one funny moment in the entire movie. Hmm. Now, he's arguing the point about Linda Carter. We were talking about, of course, according to the story that we have here, it says she was 64. And I think he might have been kidding us. He says that she was 75. But, ah, okay. But, okay. Uh and of course, he's telling us we need to see good movies and not all the stuff. Well, he uses the word John. I mean, but and we're just talking about him. I mean, we're we, yeah. Because so. uh, he said he never heard about half of them. And I was talking about Ronda Rousey's afraid is afraid to fight anymore. No, I don't think he's afraid to fight. Yeah. Uh, of course, he said after after getting her butt handed to her. Well, well, I mean that was just one thing. She she's gonna come back longer. Um, apparently, this is someone who who apparently is a friend of uh, who who says he knows Superplex Machine John Gross. But he says somehow without John, this call is worthless. I don't know. Uh, well, we'll we'll definitely have to talk. We'll definitely have to figure that out later on. But on that note, ladies and gentlemen, thank you again, ladies and gentlemen, for episode number seven of Outside the Road, who <clears throat> we, we ask continue on here on uh, of course public triple threat Wednesday continues as of course we will break with WWS wrestling debate here with JD uh, from King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith and the Black Widow coming up in about 30 minutes and, and of course and of course from 9 to 11 of course I'll broadcast which I'll be coming back on later the U.S. Revolution uh, as we'll do more wrestling of course uh, our history and birthdays and then of course General wrestling discussion. We may also be finishing up a bracket that we started on Revolution last night. Definitely come back to that. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, we do uh, thank you very much for joining us here this, this evening. Uh, be with us, uh, return with us in about 30 minutes for wrestling debate, <clears throat> which is call ID 139925. And then, of course, at 9, go us for Revolution at 138055 pounds. Uh, of course, thank, I want to thank the Iceman JT Jerry Jerome for joining me here this, this evening for Outside the Ropes. And Outside the Ropes is a broadcast of the WCBS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com, <clears throat> where it's full, 
not only wrestling fans, but in this case, but we're entertainment fans as well. <clears throat> well, I said WCS Radio Network, and of course, we're one year older, continuing to be bolder. We, are all, we will always be your wrestling and also entertainment connection. Uh, take care. Uh, see you in the ring and also on the red carpet. Take care. Uh, JD, we'll talk to you after a while, and God bless.